It's that Harlem night, ayy. Gonna turn it up, please. I'm Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with You at the bodega? Yo, it's your man Benz. Forever thinking out loud. How's everybody doing tonight? I hope everybody's doing good. Alright? Academics is on live. He's roasting the people that was trying to do a home invasion or trying to rob him or hurt him or whatever. Some girl and a group of people from Virginia or whatever. He was going ham on that. I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Very unsettled situation, you know. Nobody out. I'm, I'm promising you, nobody don't want to be in no type of predicament like that where somebody's trying to fucking do a home invasion on that ass. But, yo, I'm glad he's all right and he got justice and he's acting up. That's all good. But, hey, we want to talk about that teacher, the ex-Missouri teacher who ditched classroom for OnlyFans and she has no regrets, and it far exceeded her teacher's salary, all right? All right, the former Missouri teacher who resigned after school administrators found out about her OnlyFans account told news sources that she made close to $1 million selling porn. Brianna Coppage, 28 years old, was an English teacher at St. Clair High School about an hour outside of St. Louis and was placed on leave before ultimately resigning once administrators discovered her racy side hustle. Ms. Coppish, who made like $42,000 working as a teacher, said she used OnlyFans to make extra money that would help her pay off her student loans from her advanced degrees. For her advanced degrees. All right. She said, uh, I started it one to just supplement my income and kind of see what happens and possibly make extra money. Like, I have student loans. I was working on my third degree, so I also have a master's degree in education. And then I was working on my specialist degree, Ms. Coppers told news sources in the interview. So, Ms. Coppers was placed on leave in September after meeting with two school administrators who received reports about her OnlyFans account. They specifically said they got a report from an adult in the Sullivan School District and they asked, do I have any other income streams like outside of teaching? And I said, yes, I do have an OnlyFans. They asked how long and how, and how long and I had been doing it. You know, how long that she's been doing it, that's what they've been asking. If it was uh, during my own time or anything at school, which I told them, she said, Copper said her work on OnlyFans was completely separate from her professional life at school. All right. So the spe that they specifically said they got a report from an adult, adult. They got a report from one of the adults in the Sullivan School District, and they asked, do I have any other income streams like outside of teaching? And I said, yes, yes, I do have OnlyFans. They asked how long I had been doing it, if it was during my own time or anything at school, which I told them, she said, Coppers said, I had work, I work OnlyFans completely separate from her professional uh, professional life at school. 
Kyle Cruz, superintendent for the school district, previously told the news sources administrators were recently notified that an employee may have posted inappropriate media on one or more internet sites. The district has engaged legal counsel to conduct a comprehensive investigation into this matter. Mr. Cruz says uh, actions taken as a result of the investigation will be in accordance with board policy and with guidance from legal counsel. Ms. Coppish says she's now among the platform's top creators, raking in nearly $1 million since she began the account over the summer. I will also say that I have tens of thousands of fans now, and I have, you know, far exceeded my teacher's salary for the year, she stated. Mm -hmm. The former high school teacher added that if given the opportunity, she'll do it again. I don't regret it. I strongly feel that people are allowed to have personal lives outside of their career and i've seen a lot of comments like well what if the students what if the students found it or it's online people are going to see it she said and i don't necessarily disagree with that miss coppers continued on i know for a fact that one of the students are not the ones who found it they're not the ones who reported it and they didn't see it until adults posted my link in a community group and what she said she been saying that i've been reported on this you know what i'm saying if you go down my timeline you see that i've been talking about this the whole time i don't have an issue with it at all you see what i'm saying the main thing that she was saying that nobody didn't know about her only fans account until one of the adults from the school district say uh said that reported that she had a only fans account the students didn't know nothing about it till, the till they made a big hoopla about it, and then it hit the news. You see what I'm saying? Everything was silent. Everything was like off the record, till one of the adults, one of the adults that was probably jealous, and then they got mad, and then they reported her, and then now look what happened. Now she's like a big superstar, OnlyFans, um, posting porn on the website. You see what I'm saying? And now she far exceeded her teacher's salary and probably made one of the adults that was jealous look like a douchebag. You know, and that's real shit, you know? And that's what people do. People do get mad, you know? People get upset all the time. People get jealous. And I see it all the time. It's, this is something that I could relate to because, you know, I'm not a, a nine-to-five guy. I'm just, like, I do nine-to-five, but I also do other things to make some type of income because I know my nine to five job is not permanent. It's going to end at some point in time in the future. A nine to five job is never gonna be fucking, it's never gonna be like a, a source of income. It's just a source of income for a season. That's how I look at nine to five jobs. All right, you might be lucky to have it for two, three, five years, you know what I'm saying? But in, at some point, something is going to happen. And that's just how I see it, straight up. People will smile in your face and act like everything is cool. People will actually do it, you know what I'm saying? And then, and then I remember when um, Miss Coppage, Brianna Coppage, I remember she said uh, at the, like, the other last 
reports when I was reporting this because I reported this about two, three times. This is like my third to fourth time reporting about this right here. Uh, I remember she was like, she believed it's somebody that's close to her or somebody or one of her uh, family members. And it possibly, I, this was my opinion, it, can, it possibly could have been one of her, her moms. Her mother probably said something or it could have been anybody. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the the uh, uh, like I like I'm t trying to tell you that yo people get jealous and I know about this shit because I be having people around me doing dirty shit behind my back and I be finding out about it because I'm 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 a socialized person I'm good with socializing with people I'm very good at that that's something that I'm good at doing like I talk to people and people enjoy my company so with that being said. When somebody's doing something behind my back, guess what? The people that like to get attention from me, guess what? They like to forward shit to me. They like to forward text messages to my phone. They like to call me and uh, tell me to don't say nothing. You're on the other line. I just need you to hear something. And it's my real good friend that I thought was my good friend talking about me, saying a bunch of fucked up shit that's not even true about me. You see what I'm saying? And with that being said, this is what's going on with this uh, Miss Coppish, Brianna Coppish, the lady that got the OnlyFans account. She enjoyed being the English teacher at that high school, and somebody was mad at They was just jealous. You see what I'm saying? I could relate to this story because I see it all the time. Even when I was doing podcasting, I still got it. I still got that fucking hate from people that knew that I was doing it. And I remember when I first started doing podcasting, I remember people was telling me, man, stop telling people that you're doing podcasting. They don't need to know what you be doing. Like, that's something that you need to keep to yourself. You don't need to tell nobody about this shit. And then, you know, there's a couple of people that found out that I do podcasting and they had an issue with it. You, you know why they had an issue with it? Because they can't do it themselves. They don't understand how the fuck he's doing it. I even know, I know personally that one of my friends was trying to attempt to do podcasting. You know, I'm not going to say who it is. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But they tried to do it. They attempted to do it. And they fell miserably because they couldn't understand how the fuck that I do it. How the hell he sit behind the microphone and get to talking and shit like that and talk about certain things. You know, that person couldn't figure it out. The person thought it was easy. The per I think, you know, I wanna I wanna I wanna use the the correct pro pronouns to, to talk about the person, but I don't wanna talk about it because I know that this particular person that I'm talking about be listening to my podcast on the regular. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? I already know. You know, then the person might get mad, upset, whatever. The person might even call me after I'm done with the podcast to be like, hey, what are you doing? You see what I'm saying? I know. I know what the hell be going on. You see what I'm saying? Straight up. They attempted it. They can't do it. They couldn't do it. They couldn't understand the process and how to jump on the microphone or even stream. I don't stream yet, but in the future, in the near future, I'm... 100% sure I'm going to be streaming. I'm right now, I can't stream because I don't have the equipment and stuff like that. My finances, or, my finances are not bad. It's just 
Right now, I'm dealing with a bunch of stuff all at once. And then I'm pretty sure in a week or two, everything is going to be good. And then maybe later on, I'm going to have the power to stream and talk to the people. It's going to happen. It's, it's inevitable. It will happen no matter what. The only way it won't happen is if I'm dead. That's it. That's the only way it's not going to happen. You know, people tend to hate. People hate what they can't conquer. You see what I'm saying? That's why I relate to this story. I'm happy for Miss Coppage that she um, entered a new chapter in her life and that she could get things rolling and she got her own devoirs that helped her pay her bills, her student loans. I, I'm happy for her. I've personally never seen her OnlyFans account. I'm not no big um, porn guy that watch porn all the time. Yeah, I watch porn, but it's not something major that I'm into. I'm not into porn like that. I like doing uh, podcasting. I'm been, I've been into podcasting for years. I know, this is my first year actually doing podcasting. But years, like, maybe good, like, you could honest, I could honestly say probably seven years down ago, down the line, I always was into podcasting. I just never seen myself doing it, you know. Somebody else seen me doing it. Somebody else was fighting with me to do podcasting. Somebody felt like, yo, you good at to you podcasting is just for you. That's 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 what you need to be doing. So she she was like, you know, and I'm happy that she pushed me into doing it. I wish that I was doing podcasting years before, but 2023 is my first year actually doing a podcasting. And I know it works because I actually got paid to do it. You know, I didn't believe in it. Somebody else believed in it. They believed they could, they, they imagined in her mind, she imagined it in her mind. She was like, nigga, you can do podcasting. I know you can do it. She seen it. She felt it. And I was like, what, what the fuck? What, what make you think that I can do podcasting? Nigga, I don't even like talking to people. I hate people. People make me sick. But in her mind, she felt like, nah, nigga, you need to do podcasting because I can feel you when you talk. I was like, are you serious? She was like, yes, nigga, do podcasting. I used to do music. I used to um, record people. I used to make beats. I used to rap myself. And I don't know, I'm going to keep it real with you. I was a horrible rapper. I wasn't that great of a rapper. I was good at writing music. I was good at composing music. That I was good at. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't the best music artist. But another person, she seen it in me. She was like, nigga, you need to do podcasting. You need to talk. You need to tell the people what you see, the stories that you write. You are good. You are good ultimately at articulating what you feel deep down inside and telling people. She was like, nigga, do podcasting. She was fighting with me for years. All right, and I finally broke and said, nigga, I'm gonna do podcasting. And look at me now, bitch. I'm on it. Well, anyway, let's keep it moving. All right. Uh, this is another one. A uh, verdict has been delivered and somebody's about to do life in prison. A Florida man was convicted of murdering his wife over a refusal to appear on a reality TV show. Oh, man. A Florida man who prosecutors say strangled his wife to death after she learned he had lied about his multi-million dollar fortune and refused to appear on a home renovation reality show was sentenced this week to life in prison, all right? He had lied about his multi-million dollar fortune and refused 
to appear on a home renovation reality show. David Tronos initially claimed that his wife, Shanti Cooper Tronos, 39 years old, had slipped and fallen in the bathtub of their Orlando home, where she was found covered in blood by police on April 2018. Mr. Tronos was arrested four months later. Evidence presented during the trial showed uh, Miss Cooper Tronos was killed in the bedroom and Tronos, the guy, the husband, attempted to clean up prior to police arriving on scene. Reading Orange Oskiola State Attorney's Office press release issued this week, um, Tronos claimed he found his wife in the bathtub after spending the day cleaning and walking his dogs. But the medical examiner testified that facial injuries, blood evidence, and bruises on the victim's eye told a different story, according to the office. An autopsy revealed that Ms. Cooper Tronos had died of blunt force trauma and strangulation. According to an audio of Tronos, police interrogation after the discovery of his wife's body obtained by the state's attorney office and played for the jurors of, at the trial, Respondent officers doubted that the now, doubted the now 54-year-old claim surrounding her death from the beginning. All right? According to audio of Trona's police interrogation after the, after the discovery of his wife obtained by the state's attorney office, and they played it for the jurors at the trial. Respondent officers doubted the, um, Mr. Trona's claim surrounding her death from the beginning. Common sense would, common sense would tell you, if you pull a woman, soaking wet out of a tub at three in the morning, and call the police within six minutes, that everything will be soaking wet when police arrive within three minutes of that. Orlando Police Detective Teresa Spraygoo told Mr. Tronus, "That's common sense. Get it? All right. Tronus, seemingly puzzled, asked, "So how did everything dry out?" That's our question, Miss um, Detective Spragu replied. Spragu also accused Tronus of fake crying for about seven or eight hours in a concocted emotional reaction to his wife's death. Not one tear came out of your eye, not one. You have fake cried over this woman's death since we made contact with you, the officer said. There is not a lick of remorse for what you did to this woman. Despite a diagnosis of schizophrenia, according to the news sources, Tronus, Mr. Tronus, was found fit to stand trial. Despite his not guilty plea, he was sentenced to life in prison this week. A jury delivered its guilty verdict after five hours of deliberation. When Cooper Tronus, Miss Cooper Tronus, married her, her accused killer, whom she had met on Match.com, she believed he had inherited a fortune between $4 million and $6 million, um, news sources reported, right? People Magazine and shit like that. That belief was cast into doubt after she was saddled with wedding costs and later home renovation bills. Friends and family testified in a trial that began on October 12th. He always talked about how he had a ton of money, but Miss Cooper Tronos couldn't figure out why he was such a miserable or miser. One of the slain woman's friends, Melissa Berzinski, told police, according to People Magazine, Tronos, 
According to the state's attorney's office has spent hundreds of dollars on renovations in hopes of appearing on the A&E reality TV show Zombie House Flipping. Ms. Cooper Tronus refusal to appear on the show upset Mr. Tronus to the point that it led to her murder. The office wrote in a press release Witnesses testified in court about the couple's disagreements regarding the home renovation process, including one of Cooper's Trono's friends and neighbors. Whenever we had them over or my kids' pool party or, I guess, at the Super Bowl, they came over to our house, just the two of them, the friend recalled. Mm -hmm. We all thought we knew David Tronos, one of the accused killer's former friends previously told People magazines come to find out what we knew was a facade. He was living a total lie. Yes. See what I'm saying? This is why I do this for ladies and gentlemen. You have to keep, you have to be aware and you have to make sure that you know the person that you're sleeping with. You know, this is basically what I talk about on my podcast at all times. You got to make sure and you have to keep an eye out. You have to be you have to be consistent because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, bro. All right? Carefully listen to me, real careful. Liars do not have memory. Let me repeat that again. Liars do not have memory. All right? You have to be consistent. You know what I'm saying? You might know an answer to a question, but ask the question again or reiterate the question in a different format and see if you're going to get the same answer. Now, if you don't get the same answer, now you're on to something. Am I right? Okay. So this is the biggest message of my podcasting. I want people to survive. I'm a survivalist. I'm a professional at survivor. If a catastrophic event was to happen, which I pray that it will never happen, I'm just I'm just speaking in, um, you know, hypothetically. Like if a catastrophic event happened, I'm the guy that you need to be with. I will help you survive. I'm good at that. You know what I'm saying? I did tours in Iraq. I'm still alive. I'm a survivor. You know what I'm saying? I'm good at fighting. I'm good at analyzing what's in front of me, especially different types of people. You know what I'm saying? I can tell if you ain't shit, and I can tell if you got a pure good heart. I can always tell there's some people that actually think they can get one over me. But you're wrong. My analytical skills are very superb. You know, I'm the overlord of analytics. Because I know how to watch a person and I can tell you if the person is full of shit. Yes, I'm good at that. I used to be a drug dealer. I'm good at that. I know if somebody's fucking around. You see what I'm saying? I'm an asshole by nature. Got it from my mother. My mother will get under your skin. She's gonna fucking, she's gonna fucking get in your ass. She's gonna be like, hey, 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 nigga, nah, nigga, that's not what you said. No, that's not what you said. You said, you said, you know, I'm good at that. Like I said, liars do not have no memory, all right? They made up a story in their mind, and then they forgot the story that they made up in their mind 10 minutes ago, all right? So that's how you litigate. That's how these prosecutors freaking litigate. That's how they catch you. 
and they're going to get the truth out of you. All right? The criminal mind is not a complicated thing. You see what I'm saying? The criminal mind is all about a facade, deception, all right? Basically, the devil, all right? The devil is a liar. The devil only lies. That's what it does. It deceives, all right? Okay? So I'm the guy that's going to help you sleep at night. Because I want you to sleep at night, and I want you to do it again tomorrow. And hopefully, successfully, you will prosper tomorrow and the next day and next week and next month and next year and so on and so forth. All right. I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. I'm going to get to some other business. I will try my best to come with another episode right after this one. All right. Uh. Sometimes I get a little inspiration when academics come on live. You know what I'm saying? That's my boy right there. You know what I'm saying? Jamaica, Jamaica. Welcome to Jamaica. You see what I'm saying? No, I'm not high, nor I'm not drunk. I have to do my podcast sober. But there's times that I have, there's times that I have been drunk doing my podcast. And I'm pretty sure that my avid listeners obviously could tell when I'm drunk. But right now, I'm not drunk. Most definitely not. I'm totally sober. But I'm, I'm about to be drunk because today is it's Friday night. And I'm feeling all right. And I'm about to get the party right, nigga. It's about to be nice right now. I don't give a fuck, nigga. And I might jump back on the podcast microphone and tell you about some more chibachery story, stories. I mean, debauchery stories. I've been fucking that word up for the last four months. I finally got it correct. It's debauchery. D.A. Now, this is Thinking Out Loud with your man, Benz Pharrell. You already know what to do. Follow me on the Instagram. Type in Box Benji in the search engine. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You could do the same thing on TikTok where I'm most active on. Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. I will holler at you people later on another segment. Hopefully sooner than later. Peace. This is Thinking Out Loud. It's the Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the Bodega.